Welcome to Music 316 on Tuesday, the 3rd of November. Our video examples are disappearing. That is, the examples that were sent over last week for putting up as streaming examples were lost by the library that they were sent to and turned up in another library this week. And we just got them back and sent them back to the first library to put online as streaming examples. We're trying to put the examples on physical reserve in a real building so that just in case anything goes wrong with streaming examples, you'll be able to see those videos. But the physical DVDs that we sent over to put on streaming reserve for the first time were first reported as being put on reserve in one library, then reported as being put on reserve in another library, and neither library has any record of them actually existing anywhere. So stay tuned. We're searching the library system. I'm going to try to get together extra copies of as many of those DVDs as possible and hand carry them to a library and stand over people's shoulders while they catalog them and put them, put them into the system. But you guys don't have anything to worry about because you're all here in class and you're going to see the videos. So let's see the video that we didn't get to see yesterday. We saw and heard the instruments of the Korean Court Orchestra, the Royal Court Orchestra of Korea, which was descended from the Chinese Royal Court Orchestras of the Confucian Ritual and the Tang Dynasty. And I told you that those orchestras had also spread further east into Japan, and the Japanese version of the Royal Court Orchestra became known as Gagaku, and we talked about Gagaku and the music of the right and music of the left. Just to refresh your memory, what do right and left stand for? How can you decide what's right and what's left? Hello, was anybody alive last week? <coughs> left is basically southern. Right is northern. Left is pretty much southern Asia. Right is pretty much northern Asia if you're standing looking in what direction? West, West on the, island of, uh, the islands of Japan. Then southern, what's on the south, what's on the left? China, Vietnam. China, Vietnam, Southeast Asia, India. farther on India, yes, right. And what's on the right? Uh, Korea, Manchuria, Central Asia, Mongolia, Tibet, etc., etc. the Turkish, um, Turkestan areas. Gagaku, Shinto ritual and vocal, and Gagaku, the orchestral music. So this is Gagaku, this is Gagaku, you see it's the same character. Shinto ritual for the religious ritual music of the Shinto religion that includes vocal music. Over here on the right, Gagaku is court music including Bugaku, instruments plus dance, and Kangan, instruments only. And Bugaku divides into right and left, and Kangan is also uh, part of the left. So Bugaku includes instruments and dance. Just a quick look here. These are different varieties of Bugaku, but we don't have time to go into those. So let's um, skip ahead Oops. and get a quick... Um, shot at a couple, couple of different kinds of bugaku.
Fugaku dances are slow and formal. And I'm doing that, sorry for the Japanese speakers in here, but non-Japanese speakers outnumber you, um, and for them it's a, a, a kind of a distraction. So um, um, you will be able to see and hear the Japanese, I guess, on the um, streaming video or the reserved DVD for this, if, if you want to. Um, here's an example of one kind of mask. A bell hanging from the nose there, from the lower lip. And look at this Darth Vader get up. So the gagaku dance, the bugaku dances, rather, are a, a very colorful art. And I'm sorry that we don't have time to watch them. but. Um, Instead, we'll go on here, kind of dance costume, but let's skip ahead again and come to the musical instruments, the Gagaku musical instruments, including this large drum. Okay, these are the wind instruments. There's the bamboo mouth organ, the oboe, and two sizes of flutes, one size for music of the right and one size for music of the left. And here's the show, the mouth organ, which we saw in China and in Korea. Let's go back there a second. See, he's heating it over a hibachi, a charcoal grill, to dry out the moisture inside the tubes. Then when he plays it, you hear more than one note at a time. He's playing in harmony, in patterned sets of simultaneous notes. And that's a familiar concept to many of us from the kind of harmony that exists in Western music, but this is a different kind of harmony. And once again, I'm sorry, I'll drop out the soundtrack there. But you can pull out those pipes, as you just saw, and each of them has a metal reed sunk into them. And now he's going to play again. So there are several different notes at the same time playing harmony. A hichiriki oboe, this is the double reed pulled out of the instrument. It's a small instrument and listen to the sound. Not only is the hichiriki a very powerful instrument, 
as you just heard, but it's a very expressive <coughs> instrument. And you can do that kind of portamento sliding, and you can almost make the instrument sound as if it were crying or laughing or taking on a lot of different emotional characteristics as it plays. A very expressive instrument. And it plays the same melody in the Gagaku Orchestra as the show, the mouth organ, and as these two flutes, the Ryuteki and the Komabue. Ryuteki for music of the left. Komabue for music of the right. Ryuteki and Komabue. When this is available as a streaming video, you'll, it will have the subtitles, so you'll see the names of the instruments there too. So I'm not going to pause to write them down on the board. You'll be able to see them online. So the large flute for music of the left, the Ryuteki. <coughs> and the small flute for music of the right. instruments play the same melody. Both of these stringed instruments also play the same melody. So this is like the Chinese orchestra and the Korean orchestra based on it. All of the mel melody instruments play the same melody, but it's a little different in the Japanese gagaku, because even though they all play the same melody, the mouth organ plays harmony and it plays chords of music. Let's just leave this on hold for a minute. Suppose you have a melody that goes <laughs> and so what is the flute going to play? If it's music for the right, it'll be the smaller flute, so it would play the same thing higher. I can't sing that high. Sorry. I'm just not, put out, just not made to be a right flute. Um, I'd have to be a left flute in the orchestra. But it's the same melody, only higher. What's the oboe going to play? That kind of sliding, expressive tone. And what's the mouth organ going to play? Very quietly, it'll play. There, but it's also going to play some chords. <coughs> 
So it won't just play. It won't just play that, but it'll play. some things that sound like Western harmony and some things that don't sound like Western harmony because it's a Japanese harmony. But it's playing the same melody as the flute and the oboe, but the show mouth organ is playing not only the melody, but it's playing these chords above the melody, chords or combinations of separate notes at the same time, some of them farther apart and some of them kind of squished close together so that you get this harmony accompaniment. So you've got that, okay, and that's different from having everybody play only the same notes all the time because now you have that light, quiet sound of the mouth organ playing these harmonic chords above the main melody. Now, the <coughs> mouth organ isn't the only instrument that can play harmony, that is, that can play notes at the same time, because you can't do that on the oboe, you can't do that on the flute. They only play one note at a time. But you can play combinations of notes on the stringed instruments. So you could play a chord of several notes at the same time on either of these two instruments that you see on screen. And this one, what does this look like? What have we seen that looks like that? A kayagum is the closest thing we've seen. This is the Japanese counterpart called the koto. And you'll see that name on screen in a minute. With Japanese Pretty much what you see is what you get in terms of sound. So koto is K-O-T-O. This one is biwa, B-I-W-A. And of course, that looks pretty much like the Chinese pipa, the four-stringed pear-shaped lute that played ambush from all sides. So these are familiar instruments to us. Both of these instruments are going to play harmony in the Gagaku Orchestra. They'll play the same melody as the other instruments, and they'll add harmony to it. Oh. And there was a non-Japanese word. They play arpeggio. And I better write that down for you. Arpeggio means you play harmony or chords, chords that are broken. Literally, like you would play them on a harp, that's why the harp. You can say the chords are arpeggiated, meaning broken. What does that mean? Well, here's a chord of four notes. And that's how it would be played on the mouth organ, with all four notes together like this. And the bottom note is the note from the main melody. And these notes 
are the harmony above the main melody. That's what you play on the mouth organ. With the koto zither and the biwa lute, you play the main melody note, and then you arpeggiate your chord below the main melody, so it's like this. top, whoops, but the chords are down below, so that, excuse me, they're not played together at the same time, but one after the other. The chord is broken up into separate notes. So, mouth organ, chord together at the same time, simultaneous chords above the main melody. Stringed instruments, chords arpeggiated, broken up into separate notes below the main melody. And let's hear how that works with the koto and the Biwa. The koto is also called so, as so, in the, in the Gagaku Orchestra. There. Da -da -da -da. Da -da -da -da. So he breaks up. There again, he broke up the chord into separate notes. Kako is playing the music of the left. Sanna Suzumi is playing the music of the right. So this one on the sand is for music of the left. And you see it's kind of barrel shaped, it bulges out a little in the center. Well, gee, we missed that. Let's go back to it. This accelerating rhythm that you just heard, I have to call your attention to that. He played a couple of times a rhythm that went got faster and faster and quieter. And that's called the earthquake rhythm. It's a kind of rhythm that came in with Buddhism into Japan and spread widely in Japanese music. And we'll run into that accelerating pattern again in Buddhist music outside of Japan. But here, here it is in Gagaku music. These two drums are played by the leader of the orchestra. In music of the left, the leader plays that um, smaller one that you just saw, the kakko. 
and in music of the right, the leader plays the sun note Suzumi, which you can see here is an hourglass-shaped drum. That is, it's wide on both ends and narrows in the middle to a narrow waist because you don't waste it. You use that shape of the drum to change the pitch, to make the drum higher or lower. And you do that by squeezing these ropes in, which pulls the drum heads tighter, and that makes a higher sound. Or you relax and let the ropes go loose, and that relaxes it and makes a, a lower sound, a deeper sound on the drum. So this, this is a drum that's capable of a lot of different sounds. From the music of the right, the sun notes Suzumi. So you have the smaller and larger frame drums. The taiko used in music of the left and kangen. The dadaiko, the big one. Oh. That's because we have these little tiny speakers. I was going to say, that's because we have these little tiny speakers on the TV. Can you imagine what it would sound like to hear the drum that big live? It shakes your stomach when you hear it beaten. That's what it sounds like to hear these big drums being sounded. And they're played in music of the right. Okay, so those are the. Oh, sorry. I'm Forgot the shoko. The shoko is a, a metal gong that, you know, kind of, I don't know, disappointing. I mean, there's, there's all of this sort of formal ritual, almost uh, dance choreography um, with every one of these instruments. And then um, you get to what they do, and what they do is ding. Huh? That's all. But this is a very, very disciplined art form. And I think you have to listen to Goroku the way that you look at a Japanese painting, which has just a few very strong lines with a lot of empty space in between those lines and a little bit of pastel transparent color filling in some of that space. And of course, you know, we Westerners are used to, oh, strong color and strong lines and um, psychedelic this and Photoshop that all over the place. And, um, you know, we can't understand anybody thinking of anything else any other way than we do. I mean, that's why the whole world should be American, right? And, you know, actually, if you wake these guys, up in the middle of the night, they wake up singing the Star Spangled Banner just like anybody. But no, for their professional lives, they are living a different kind of world, a different kind of music, a different kind of aesthetic, and it's very, very different from any kind of West, West, Western aesthetic. And it's so different, in fact, 
Remember the guy in China who played the oboe through his nose? I mean, can you imagine anything more anti-American than that? <laughs> Somebody ought to invade his country. But um, the same thing here. I mean, look at, look at this gong. I mean, a gong is a hollow dish. You know, everybody else in the world, if you have a hollow dish of a gong, we don't have any hollow dishes here, do we? Anybody got one with them? A hollow dish. Here's a hollow dish. Anybody else in the world has a hollow metal dish for a gong. They hit it on that side, the side that curves out, right? Isn't that the natural way to hit a gong? But look at this guy. He's sitting behind it, and he hits it on the inside. Take a look. Ooh, doesn't that just sound backwards? God, how do you sound it? Well, there's nothing like music to demonstrate that people think differently and act differently and hear differently and feel the world differently. And so let's hear a little bit of this very different musical world with a piece of kangen music. What does kangen mean? Everybody remember what kangen means? Kangen, instrumental music only. Yeah, right. And so here's a piece of kangen music. And this is um, example number three on your CD. <clears throat> and we start at the very beginning with the musicians coming onto stage. Watch them come onto stage. Is this how the last rock band you saw came on to There's the kako, the small drum used in kangen and music of the left by the orchestral leader. And there's the larger drum. And just watch these guys walk on. They have a special way they have to walk. They have a special way they have to move their hands and positions that they put their bodies in. There's a special way that they kneel down and a special posture that they assume once they are kneeling down there on the carpet. They even have to hold their eyes in a certain direction. They have to look down. They shouldn't be bug-eyed staring out at the audience. They can't act like a class in an American classroom. <laughs> they can't Twitter and they can't read their, um, their email and they can't do all kinds of stuff. What can they do? They can be imperial court musicians. And these are the musicians of the Japanese imperial court. They are employees of the emperor and they work for the emperor. They are special people. They are salaried and they hold an office and they perform this music. They are professionals. By the way, everybody who's a musician in this orchestra also has to play in the Imperial Palace Symphony Orchestra, the Western orchestra that will play Mozart and Bach and Beethoven and all of the Western um, classical music on their violins and cellos and their French horns and their trumpets and um, so forth and so on. And they have to do that in a completely Western style, wearing Western costumes and behaving like Western classical musicians. So they have to shift their identity. They have to shift their musical world from one um, 
from one evening to another, one gig to another, where they come in and play gagaku um, one night, and then the next night they have to show up for a banquet that the emperor is giving for Western ambassadors and play Western classical music. But now they finally have arrived in place and they're ready to play. So let's go back to the beginning of the kangen here. And what they're playing is called Eten Raku. And this is supposedly the oldest of the Japanese gagaku pieces, the ones that were composed in Japan. Because remember, there's music of the left and music of the right. Music of the left comes from somewhere in Asia. Music of the right comes from somewhere in Asia. But there is also some of the uh, music, and particularly kangen uh, music, that, that was composed in Japan rather than in China or India or Manchuria or Korea or all of the other places that gagaku music came from. So this piece, Eiten Raku, is uh, supposedly the oldest of the Japanese gagaku pieces. It's a very popular um, performance piece for gagaku orchestras. And here it is. This is your CD example um, number three on CD2.
One of the things that is hard for not only foreigners, but also for some modern Japanese people to appreciate about Gagaku aesthetics is how slow the music is. And indeed, it is very slow. You feel the beats coming. And they don't come right when you expect them even. There's kind of a, a hesitation, almost a pause for breath before they play the next note that you feel has to come. Well, both the Japanese musicians and Japanese artists talk about something called wa, which means space. Space is very important in a painting, not just the lines that you draw, not just the colors that you fill in, but the spaces between them have to be there to give room, to let the whole thing live and breathe and be natural. And this happens musically too in the gagaku with the long spaces in between the beats and between the notes. It gives a flexibility and a, a kind of, a, kind of a, a living biological feeling to the music. This is music that could not have been produced by a machine. You couldn't have a drum machine set up to accompany this music because the humans would outfox it every time and put their beats in a different place. You have to sit back and kind of relax and breathe and flow with it. And you have to think that this is music that comes out of a culture where people in the royal palace would take a day off at a certain time of year to go out and watch the plum blossoms unfold in the trees. Can you imagine doing that? But sometime next spring, you know, you will walk out on this campus and you'll see plane loads of Japanese tourists who have flown from Japan to Seattle to come onto the University of Washington Mall and watch the cherry blossoms on the trees in the mall here. That aesthetic lives on among some people. You might even find Americans who go out into the forest to, or up in the mountains to see the wildflowers blooming at certain times of year. This is a way of being human, and it's not everybody's way of being human. It may not be your way of being human, but people who take the time to watch the flowers bloom might also take the time to listen to music that has a little space and a little breathing room in it. However, some people dispute this, both Westerners and Japanese, and they say, but it wasn't really like that. If you read back in the old descriptions of this music, they talk about how fast some of it was. And now, these days, in the 21st century, none of it is fast. The Gagaku musicians have stopped playing fast music. They still have music that it says fast on the musical notation. But for them, fast is like this. Dum, 
Boom. Don't you feel how it's getting faster? It's been speeding up ever since we've been listening. Wow. That's really speeding along there. Well, maybe, don't you think, sometime in the past, fast really meant fast, and they played something fast when it said fast, but now they've slowed it down. Why? Well, because everybody knows that back in the old days, people were a lot deader than they are now, and so they couldn't play fast. So if you want something to sound old, you make it sound as dead as possible, and you play it as slow as possible. Other people say, no. People have always played it slow. And musicians learn from each other. They learn from other musicians who know how to play it. And so these guys have learned it from musicians who also played it slow. And they learned it from musicians who played it slow. And so forth and so on. This is really how it is. This is something that comes to us from a different time, a different age, a different culture. And we have to get used to that difference and get over the problem that it causes us not always to be jumping around and uh, trying to get from one place to another right away. But you know what? We're going to have to do that in just a few minutes. We're going to have to jump around and run off to the next place that that thing is pulling us towards. And I don't want to slow you down so that you walk out of here and, um, and say, oh, those are nice autumn leaves out there. They're so red and gold. I'm going to sit here and watch them for a while. That would be terrible. It could ruin your whole life. It could derail your academic career. It could keep you from ever attaining happiness and success in the culture out there. So take then just a few more seconds to immerse yourself in this vanished world that is so different from the one that you're going to re-enter in a couple of minutes. And see how much faster that was at the end. So it, oops. But there's always some, an ending, isn't there? And it isn't over until that last note. So there is a Good send-off. Happy running off, and I hope you never stop and smell, smell a flower or look at an autumn leaf again. But you've done it in here. Together. So it, how do these feet together? Like, how do they keep the... They follow the, the, the drum guy, or...? Well, they kind of do, but when you follow the drum guy, you've got to wait a long time in between the drum strokes. They okay, basically they feel together. And they feel together because they've been playing together for many, many years. You know. Well, that makes sense. 
and you get you get used to it. It's like a jazz band, you know. You play with the rhythm, and you um, can just kind of do things new and differently um, every time because because you're so used to each other and you're so sensitive to, to what everybody else is doing that you can make those kinds of adjustments. You don't have to stick to a metronome beat. 